I'm Neil Osborne and welcome to the Get to Yes podcast, where I teach, coach, consult and speak on selling in the hair, beauty and body industries. Have you noticed these days with your clients, or be they B2B salon owners or B2C salon and clinic clients, that being pushy just doesn't work? Talking doesn't work. However, asking and listening does. Throughout these podcasts, I'm going to discuss a style of selling that uses the skill of persuasion. Our belief is that you get to yes by listening, not telling. If you practice these persuasion skills, you'll become more successful, achieve greater results, gain that recognition you're yearning for, or maybe even just learn that selling can be fun. Hi, Neil Osborne here from The Sales Catalyst. Today we're going to get into the part of the role that creates the greatest level of mixed feelings. This action can create the highest level of anxiety and stress. It can also deliver those really great highs or unfortunately sometimes those terrible, terrible lows. Yep, that's right. We're talking about closing the sale. Whether it be you're selling to beauty salons, skin clinics, owners of hairdressing salons or spray tan salons, regardless of who you're selling to, we all have to master our closing skills. Through my role as a trainer, I've discovered that some people can really be uncomfortable when they're approaching the time to close. Some of those stress points associated with closing may be rejection. A lot of people I work with fear rejection, and I have to admit, I tend to observe this mostly across the girls I train. After all, us blokes learn to handle rejection at a very young age. Seriously, though. Rejection stimulates an emotional feeling, a feeling of discomfort, rebuttal, or just the feeling of not being accepted. For some, they can become overly conscious of it at this point. If this is you, we need to recognise that rejection itself is, well, it's not personal. It's not personal at all. For others, a stress point could be asking potential clients for money. Maybe what you're selling is way outside a price range that you feel comfortable with. Or you may be fearful of asking for the order at the wrong time and potentially looking foolish. Sometimes it can just be the fear of silence that can occur after an attempted close. Regardless of the reason, we need to understand that the sea of emotions that can rise at this point can be managed with practice and in turn managed quite positively. Let's look at my favourite acronym for the word fear. What does each letter stand for? F-E-A-R. My favourite acronym for fear is false evidence appearing real. See, fear only exists in your head. I don't normally see it in the buyer's eyes. However, I've also discovered by breaking down the process of closing, I can help salespeople really understand the simplicity of closing. And it normally results in a tremendous change in their selling style. And generally, their closing rates can also double. So let's break this down. Let's start by sharing some definitions of closing. Here are three good ones. Number one, closing is the process of helping people make a decision. Some of our clients are not good decision makers, are they? So skillful closing will support and help those make the right decisions at the right time. Number two, closing is reaching an agreement in a sales conversation to move forward or to buy what's being offered. Number three, this is the one that really surprised me when I was younger. Closing the sale occurs when the seller and the buyer agree to the conditions of the sale. Wow. 
Understanding that really changed my confidence. When I was younger, I always thought that being the seller, I had to be the one who had to be submissive. I had to be the one to give in. I had to be the one to drop the price. But when I realised that I had a say and both the seller and the buyer had to agree, wow, that really changed how I felt about closing. And as a result, my confidence and closing skills really soared. Today, the most common thing I see when salespeople attempt to close is they close with a statement. Let me share an example. I recall being out on the road training a young lady. We're out in the southwest suburbs of Sydney calling on salons. This particular salon was an existing client. Her call plan was to sell in the Christmas promotions. Now, we all know that planning to sell in heaps of promotions can be quite challenging at times. However, the sales rep did the right thing. She positioned herself next to the salon owner with her presentation folder on her lap. She turned it around so it was facing the owner and she was going through the promotions one by one, page by page. I specifically remember her detailing a specific promotion by saying, with this promotion you buy 12 and get four free. She then paused. And there was a deathly silence. The salon owner didn't say anything and after what was a brief pause, the sales rep assumed that she was not interested and turned the page to the next promotion. And she was about to start detailing that promotion when I took the opportunity to interrupt. I asked the salon owner, Jenny, I noticed you carry a lot of that product. Would you be open to sharing your thoughts on that previous promotion? I then waited for the salon owner to respond. She looked up and replied, Oh, thanks for asking. Yes, we sell a lot of that product and it's one of the girls' favourites. I was thinking whether I could buy a few of those actually. With that, she turned to the rep and asked, can I buy multiples of that promotion? And the rep responded, uh, yeah, 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 of course you can. The owner said, good, I'll have three. So what happened there? What do you think went wrong? My observations were that the salesperson tried to close using a statement. With this promotion, you buy 12 and get four free. Because it was a statement, the client thought there was possibly more information to come. So she remained quiet and waited, hence the silence. This is a statement and not a question. When we did ask a question, not only did we get to hear what the client was thinking, but she increased the order threefold. We need to be mindful that a close is a question and not a statement. If we want clients to buy, we have to ask them to. So when you do close, what sort of response are you going to get? Well, generally, there's three responses. First one, well, it's the one we all like. Yes. Well, that's pretty clear. We note the order down and we move on. The second response we get is, no, no. Now, we know what that means on the surface. Or do we? Because no doesn't always mean no. It could mean no, not now. No, not today. No, not now, as one of my staff are away at the moment, so can I buy that next month? So don't be too quick to react to a no, as sometimes a no is not really a no. Endeavour to explore what they mean by no. You may be surprised. The third response is maybe. So what does maybe mean? I see a lot of salespeople get excited about maybes. They come back from their presentation saying, you know, she said maybe. Oh, this is going to be a great account when it comes off. And as a result, quite often, a maybe can end up on their pipeline or their new business reports. And then they wonder 
why maybes never come off? Well, for me, maybe means no. It's quite often a maybe is a no in disguise. It can be offered by someone who's trying to avoid confrontation or is uncomfortable about saying no. Who knows, they may have had a bad experience when they've said no to another rep. So again, we need to endeavour to explore what they mean by maybe and whether it is a maybe or it is just really a no in disguise. Let's reflect on some of the points from our conversation today. Closing can create some of the highest highs you'll experience in the role as a professional salesperson. To experience those highs, you need to become confident and comfortable with the process of closing. If you want clients to buy, you need to ask them to. You need to grasp and understand that a close is a question and not a statement. It's actually the little bit you put at the end, like, will I add that to the order? That's the close. While there are many closing techniques out there, beware, if you go off using some of those manipulative closing techniques, you will break and very quickly undo the trust that you've worked so hard to build. In the next podcast episode, I will share with you three different closing techniques that are comfortable, respectful and easy to master. And more importantly, after years of experimentation, they work really well in our industry selling the types of products and services that you sell. Thanks for listening. As a GetTS podcast listener, you have special access to training offers. There's a one-hour video conference training on closing or sales objections. It's held exclusively with your sales team. To access that, drop me an email or go to the workshop tab on my website. Or book me for your next sales meeting or conference and receive a special follow-up bonus for you and your team. If you like what you've heard, please share this or visit me at thesalescatalyst.com.au for more on how to get to yes through persuasion, not pushing. So until our next podcast, enjoy your day.